Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are now listening to the Vanity Ultra Podcast. I'm your host, Kenneth Kirk. And I'm Elijah Evans. And yo, man, we're back. We're back. We're back for season three. Season trois. Season tres. Tres. <laughs> what language is that? What? what? Just, you know what I mean? You just got to let the people know that we're back for season three, man. We're back better than ever. Um, we have a great, great, great interview for you guys today, man. We have none other than Mr. Francis Young. He is the owner and creator of Para Toro. <laughs> and yo, man, it was a pleasure getting to interview him. Um, it was great being able to find out the ins and outs of his brand, how he creates his pieces and things of that nature. And so, yeah, man, I hope you guys enjoyed this interview as much as we did making it. And yeah, yeah, the interview is coming up right now. Right now. Francis, uh, I run a company called Paratoto. We're based out of Philadelphia. Um, we're a lifestyle clothing company uh, with like a philanthropic background. We collaborate with a different nonprofit each season and donate a portion of our profits to that organization. Um, yeah. Sick. sick. Wow, Thanks for coming on the show today. No, thank you guys for having me, dude. Um, I'm super excited. I don't I don't get to do these that, that often. And I, I mean, I know some people they, they get thrown off when they get asked or they get like kind of like ah, i don't want to do that blah 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 i'm kind of excited because it's like i don't really get to talk to too many people about this type of stuff like all the time so yeah most sure, definitely yeah. and it's a pleasure to have you on and hey shout out to philadelphia hey, yeah um, straight out yeah. philly in the house hell yeah <laughs> in the house i know we had a guest on uh i believe was it season one or season two we had frederick on oh yeah yeah because he's from philadelphia as well oh uh, yeah Scott. yeah i know yeah, fred sh- yeah Words. Shout out to Frederick. Um, so yeah, man, let's get this started. Um, so tell us where you're from originally. Uh so I'm I'm born and raised in Philadelphia, uh a, a part of the city like northeast Philadelphia. It's a little bit like on the like closer towards the outskirts of the city. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm born and raised in Philadelphia. I basically I I I went to school here and everything as well. Um, I just did a lot of traveling. That's I think that's the only reason I never like really left the city. I, I traveled a lot, so I never felt the need to like up and move somewhere. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's that's really where I'm from, um, Northeast Philly. So, so like very you, boring part of the city though. You travel with like your family a lot, just um I would say I, I traveled to like within the states uh mm-hmm. with my family here and there uh especially like we used to drive to florida a lot like because we had like a little bit of family down there and then also like we would just I, we were kids so we would go to like you know like disney here right, there. right, um, right. but there was like four or five kids so it's basically like my parents were like yeah we're not gonna buy plane tickets so we'll just drive so i got to see like all like the east coast of the country mm-hmm. a lot as a kid and then we used to we have a lot of family out in la and mm-hmm. we used to fly out there every couple of years to like spend a lot of time in LA. So, mm-hmm. um, but then, yeah, right after high school, I, I wanted to travel a lot. So like, I, I went like to like Europe a, a few times and I went to like South America and stuff like that. So it's yeah. Tough. Yeah, yeah. It's tough. Yeah, yeah. What was the first place you went to in Europe? Um, uh, Italy. 
Italy. Wow. Back in 2011, I went to Florence. It was literally like uh, maybe about like two, three weeks after they wrapped uh, the the third season or second season of Jersey Shore. Oh, uh, they went to, yeah. and they were yeah. in Florence. Yeah. And like, cause like my sister, she was studying abroad there and she was telling me, she's like, it's like a shit show here uh, just because <laughs> of that. Um, yeah. Wow. But yeah. And I, that was like the first place I went to and it was just complete culture shock. Cause I had never really been outside the country prior to that. Honestly. Right. So I was just like, wow, this is completely different type of like lifestyle. And I just fell in love with that idea. So, yeah. Wow. And so, like, before you got to that and early on in your childhood, like, what were some of your, your first interests, like, growing up? Like, were you first, like, were you originally into, like, clothes to start off with? Um, I would say I was, like, I, I was I was definitely inspired. Like, I was always fascinated with, like, clothing and, like, anime and stuff like that. So, mm. like, I used to watch, like, shows like Yu Yu Hakusho and stuff like that. Yeah, and, like, yeah. it, you're fascinated with, like you're 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 much more in tune with the characters but you're also fascinated like wow it's really well drawn and like their outfits that they choose is just stuff you just don't see on people um so i was like fascinated with it like here and there but i was also really fascinated just with like graffiti a lot and like art and then also um like hip-hop was like always like a big influence in my life so i i think like those are where i found like interest in like art i guess i guess you could say Hmm. Yo, shout out Yu Yu Hakusho. One hmm. of the I feel like it's slept on as as anime. It's it's pretty hmm. fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, like for me, the only anime I've really ever tapped into was obviously like Naruto and like One Piece yeah. and like Bleach. Yeah. Um, early on. You ever but, seen Akira? No, I've never seen. You gotta watch that. Hmm. A- yeah. Akira's. Uh, I like. I have this debate with friends all the time because like I watched it when I was young. Mm-hmm. And I did. I had no clue what the hell was going on. I was just really fascinated <laughs> with like the art and everything like that. But then I watched it about two years ago, and I was like, "Damn, I still don't know what the hell is going on." Yeah. <laughs> but, like yeah. the art is like I, I think like that that piece alone is is so iconic just for like design, art, mm-hmm. fashion, just culture in general. Um, yeah. I yeah, but the I I don't. I don't know. The storyline, I think, is like a little bit, a little weak, but whatever. Yeah, it's, it, it's it's still a it's, really great movie. Yeah, though. it's beautiful. But no, definitely. You need to tap in. Like, you need to watch like, um, what's that? Studio Ghibli. You need to watch all those movies. Like, just the mm. art is uh, really, really good and all those movies. Oh, yeah. I'll put you on, Ken. All right. Yeah. Say yeah. less. Uh, so when it comes to your family, too, um, I'm curious, was, uh, did you have any family that was somewhat like any part of your family that was like creative or into clothing? and stuff Uh, um so so my older brother um and like full disclosure like i don't we don't talk anymore but uh what's it called but he he was like a big inspiration in my life like in terms of just like art he was really Mm. talented artist and graffiti artist as well Mm. um and he he was like a little bit more in tune with like uh like fashion sense and everything like that so i used to like just like take his old clothes and everything and like that um so, yeah, I, I would say, like, he was, like, a big inspiration in, like, just terms of being able to appreciate, like, art and just being open to, like, that type of stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, my sister was always supportive of, like, my art and everything like that, but she didn't really, like, like inspire me, if that makes any sense. Right. Yeah, most mm-hmm. definitely. Most yeah. definitely. Now, for you, like, did you necessarily go to school for fashion or anything? Nah. <laughs> nah um uh basically when i was 
graduating high school, I, I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know what I really wanted to do, honestly. So I, I didn't apply to many colleges or anything like that. And then I knew I wanted to do something with art, but it was like during the time, like, like of like the recession and everything, it was like right. 2008, nine, 10. And my parents were just, they were adamant about me finding like a stable job. So I decided to go to community college and I was like, all right, I'll focus on like, like a medical degree or something Mm -hmm. like that. And dude, I, I fell asleep through like all my biology classes and everything (laughs) like that. I was like, yeah, this ain't for me. And I didn't know what to do. So I started studying criminal justice because like my mom, my mom was a cop and my sister was uh she was gonna be a cop and then my dad had previously been a cop so my family's all ops yeah um, <laughs> I was, it's, it's, so you, it's like it's so funny you said that because whenever someone says like oh my uncle is a cop like the first thing that comes to your head is ah but it's like you don't yeah. you don't want to you don't want to say that because people's yeah. family yeah exactly. no no, no. <laughs> it's like, I, no that's ops yeah that's the ops <laughs> i will say though like nobody's a cop anymore like my mom's retired my sister quit like last year she was like yeah i had enough of that shit um it's just like not not for her but yeah so i i stopped doing the medical thing and i went into like studying criminal justice just because like okay well i guess i'll become like a cop maybe i don't know i was like i'll maybe i'll work in the government or something like that and like right away i knew i hated it but i was just like well kind of like two and a half years into college don't know what i'm gonna do um so i kind of spent like junior year and senior year almost uh like kind of just like in this malaise of not knowing exactly what to do and then i started studying spanish a lot more and then i decided to make that my double major and yeah uh like so neither of my my majors were in fashion or design like whatsoever wow. do you still remember any like spanish yeah uh i mean i i wish i was more fluent as i used to be um but I, yeah, I still, I can still like understand the good portion of it. I can still mm-hmm. speak a good portion of it. I can carry, like, if you're going to drop me anywhere in South America, I'm going to find my way home. But, right. um, but yeah, I wish I was like a, a lot more fluent. I don't, I don't get the chance to like practice it as much as I used to, but mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. Yeah. Spanish is, um, it's one of those things where if you spend enough time around people who speak Spanish, yeah. you'll start to like learn it. But like, mm-hmm. I could never, mm-hmm. I could never speak it. Like, I just never. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, that's you get how like I got a sense it. of what they're talking about. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, you know, if they're talking about you, but I could never like read something to you or like, yeah, um, have a conversation. Yeah, like I took French in high school, and I only remember like the greetings, and that's it. Like, yeah, bro. yeah. yeah that's. Yeah. I mean, like, that's how I got, like, introduced to it, too. It's just like I had a lot of, like, Spanish-speaking friends and their families, and I was always over their houses. And I got more, in, like, in touch with, like, a lot of, like, those those cultures and stuff like that when I was younger. So I think that's what, like, pushed me and, like, fascinated me to, like, study it more in depth because I'm like, yeah, I want to know what the hell they're talking about me. Right. Um, yeah. So I, I, I wanted to study it. And then I don't know. I, I feel like the Spanish was, like, I loved it. I loved, I loved learning Spanish. And then, I mean... Like, it's one of those things that kind of, like, changed my life and, like, introduced me to different stuff. So I will say that I'm just glad that I did that in college, even though I don't really use it as much. It's Mm -hmm. one of those things I don't regret whatsoever. Right. And so transitioning to your brand now, um, I'm very curious, when did you necessarily get the idea to want to start the brand? And then also, too, um, where the name came about? Because one of the first things that intrigued me not only was just the first view of like your pieces but then also the name because i was always curious like 
what does the name mean and things mm -hmm. of that nature. So tell us a little bit about that. It's also a fire name because it's fun to say. Yeah, no. Uh, so like, I mean, rolling off the whole Spanish thing. Um, so basically, like when I was coming up with the idea of the company, I had like a billion different names I was thinking of. Um, but I knew that I wanted it to like, I know I wasn't going to be using Spanish in my everyday life anymore or anything like that. But I kind of wanted to like, it was such a pivotal part of like wanting to start the company too, that I was like, okay, I kind of want to pay homage to it in like some type of way. Mm -hmm. And then also I feel like, all right, well, you could come up with like a billion different names in English. So that means you could come up with another billion names in Spanish. That's completely different too. Right. Um, so the, the, the word para todo is just like, uh, like a, a, an abbreviation, I guess you can say of the two words para todos, which just means for everybody or for all. Mm -hmm. And basically it was just the whole concept behind the name was, okay, we're working with like organizations to give back to like a third party that has nothing to do with the, like this fashion, like aspect of this or anything like that, but we want to be able to like have like some type of impact that is like for the betterment of a different community that's outside of just like this, like fashion community. And so it was like something for everybody. It's not just for me. It's not just for the customer. It's something for like another group of people as well. Um, basically though, uh, I guess like when I started formulating the idea for the company, it was like maybe 2015, 2016. And I was in my like last year of college and I really was like, didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew I was gonna be like graduating. I was like, fuck, I'm, I'm starting to get like that anxiety. Mm -hmm. and I, I was like about to go away on this immersion program for school to like take all my classes in Spanish and take all of them uh, like and then live in Costa Rica for a month with like a host mm -hmm. family and like you have to speak Spanish so right. when I was down there I met a bunch of people and like my host brother and everything like that uh, and I was just talking to a bunch of them and just seeing what they wanted to do with their lives and everything and everybody seemed like they were like passionate about what they wanted to do and mm -hmm. I just wasn't passionate about criminal justice and like I love speaking Spanish but I don't know how that translates into a career path right. and I was like well I love I love fashion I love designing stuff I was working on like designs and everything like that at the time like just like playing around with stuff and I was like cool with like a, a bunch of people in Philly that were into that and like some of the shops here so I started formulating the idea of like possibly starting a company and I was like, come, kept coming across that dilemma of like, dude, like, I don't know, fashion is a little bit vapid, only in the sense of like, it's, it would be strictly like for my gratification, if I started to design stuff, like there's no social impact. And mm -hmm. I will say that like all the criminal justice, like classes and courses kind of like imbued this idea of like this imbalance of like justice, this imbalance in like socioeconomics for people. So I was really adamant about like, I want to have some type of impact on that outside of just like fashion and everything right. um, so then i started coming up with the idea of like oh okay cool like there are some companies who kind of do this and like obviously like one of the biggest ones that come to mind is uh tom's like that mm -hmm. shoe company and the i i mean i don't want to talk shit but the like the, the the common denominator with a lot of those companies is that like the design's kind of not there the design's yeah. like it's very secondary it's very mission forward which is cool and that speaks to his specific demographic but i was like well i want to also satiate this artistic element in, in within me as well right and so i was like why can't we just have both and then that's kind of where the idea for the company came up from was like okay well 
like fashion works on a seasonal basis. We'll collaborate with nonprofits that we trust, that we believe in, and that are already on the ground doing the legwork to like accomplish those goals. And then that way, like we can raise awareness and raise funds at the same time for like these separate causes. Uh, that's really nice. Yeah, it's it's funny that you mentioned Tom's because I've I've always thought about that too. Like, it's great that they're giving away shoes, but these shoes are like they're pretty shitty shoes. And they're not <laughs> yeah. gonna last very long. And yeah. like, yeah, like it's cool and it, that's it's great, but let's let's make it a little yeah. bit more. And it's just like like I mean. It, it, it just at the end of the day it's like i yeah i support what you guys do but then at the day end of the day like i'm you ain't gonna catch me in a pair of toms bro right. like it's just not yeah no i'm right. sorry you're not gonna um, see them on my feet yeah, yeah, you ain't gonna, yeah <laughs> hey bro. stop i had a pair when i was in high school yeah. i mean i had a pair too like yeah, I, had I had a pair, a pair too I when i was like younger but then i yeah. like that was when i was like oh well these are like new and yeah, exactly like, it, it was like yeah. it was like a new concept it was like a completely different silhouette and then yeah. i just started thinking like uh no, you ain't gonna catch yeah. these anymore. I'm sorry. I got I got joked out one day, and I was like, "Never again." I wore them one time and got joked out, and I was like, <laughs> "Fuck!" Was it God was damn. it in high school or like? Yeah, I was a uh, freshman in high school, so it was like, uh, you know, I was like yeah. nervous, and I was like, "God, yeah, but it, it takes a while <laughs> to get the kind of swag I got now. It takes a couple years." Hey yeah. man, no, I hear um, you, dude. I mean, it, it's something that you build over time. It's not something you get right away. If every if everybody got it right away, it would be kind of boring. Honestly, it's kind of facts. fun to look back at, like, damn man, I really wore that. That's fucking gross. <laughs> so, like, no, facts. I wish I could go back in time and show you guys some of the fits I had on this. It's insane. Oh man, mine were right. treacherous too. Yeah, but that's a that's top of the story. <laughs> Um, so the one thing that interests me too, with your brand, like that diversity of pieces that you guys mm -hmm. release each collection, because I feel that, you know, there's a lot of brands that just stick to the, just do a t-shirt or, or a crew or a crew neck sweatshirt or a hoodie where you guys, you do, for instance, like the soccer jersey I mentioned earlier, the, I've seen you guys do the vests, mm -hmm. um, the style pants you got, I forgot the name of the pants style. The it was very trousers. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And so I always found it interesting that you guys that will kind of like each collection, like do a new take on what you guys can release. Mm -hmm. So talk about that process of what, or maybe where do you draw the inspiration to create these certain pieces that you guys release in a certain collection? Um, I mean, I mean, for me personally, like I've I've always been fascinated, like I said earlier, with like anime and like just outfits and that. And then also right. I've been like I'm very, very like inspired by like old vintage, like military mm -hmm. surplus. Um, and then also just like Hakator like design and stuff. So like Ise Miyaki was like a like a big inspiration in terms of like a lot of like his designs and everything. Um but honestly, like I, I don't like I started the company wanting to do cut and sew. Like I didn't even want to do like any graphics like whatsoever, even though mm. it's become like a big portion of the company somewhat. Um I I like it, it didn't even like cross my mind to even really want to do graphics and stuff like that. But uh my old boss slash mentor was like, dude like if you're going to be starting a company you kind of want to have like stuff that like literally anybody and everybody can buy you don't yeah, want to start line. yeah it's like a, yeah dude like everybody wants to support you but not everybody wants to support you enough to buy like a 200 dollars jacket that they never right. tried on from you you know what i mean so it's mm -hmm. like why don't you just offer a 35 dollars t-shirt and then like build from there build the community around like the company and then like introduce new pieces like here and there through that. And I think that's where I started to um, 
that's I, I think I, I kept that model a little bit like introduce like new pieces here and there mm-hmm. and like you just build the portfolio instead of just like okay here's like 20 new pieces all at once and then like you're never going to see these pieces ever again mm-hmm. so um like the tundra trouser like we introduced that and i think last year we introduced it and we've released it like a couple of times since then and like people love them and like i personally wear them and everything like that um but yeah i mean i don't i don't know if i answered your question or not dude i'm sorry no you definitely did definitely did um no and that's great to hear because it's just like i love to see that in brands just the like diversity of what you guys like what you can put out because mm-hmm. i feel that you know it's very repetitive when it comes to certain brands they're just dropping the same thing and mm-hmm. for you for your brand to kind of just like branch out and do something different from that is a great thing to see because we don't see a lot of it you know yeah i mean like the like for me as well too like it's it's also like part of the fun in it is like um like being able to design something new every single time it's expensive and it's hard. That's why I don't like, I, like, like I said, I'm not going to release like 20 new products all at once. Like I'm going to have to filter it in here and there, but it also, it it allows me to like experiment with the textures of like how, like the Tundra trousers, we did them in like corduroy, but we've also done them in canvas. We've also done them in like ripstop, different colors and textures. Same with like that, like London jacket that we've done it's like we got to experiment with so many different textures and styles with it that I, I love it. It's a different piece every single time to me. Um, but yeah, I, I couldn't just like delve right into it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, graphics, uh, like I, I love graphics. And then after starting to do them more, it became like more and more infatuated. And it's also one of the, it's, it's super challenging for me because a graphic I don't think I've ever designed the graphic where I was so happy with it or not, not that that's not the word where I was so confident that I could be like, okay, I'm going to just reproduce this every season. Um, So I'm constantly just like redoing graphics and doing new ones and stuff. So it's like really challenging for me, Um, but I love it. It's, it's like one of the things that like kind of keeps me going for the company. Oh, Yeah. I, um, I wanted to talk about your latest collection actually, because when I was looking at it, I got like you mentioned before that it was very like military, like surplus inspired. Mm-hmm. And I what I got from it was yet like that, but like very like mountaineering like functionality. But then like you use like these super very like nice luxurious fabrics. And then you also do a really good job at mixing those fabrics and adding like their accents. So like when it comes to designing a piece like that what is like like you know what is the process like how do you like how did you think like oh i want to do this in corduroy how do i do i want to like have the nylon pocket like i want to add the buckles like how do you like i know like so this is a long-winded question but i'm like going through the sample process and all that yeah going through the sample process and all that like how do you eventually find like okay like this is it like let's talk about like your process a little bit so basically like okay i i like i said i'm very um i'm very inspired by Uh, like military surplus not like also like hiking and mountaineering products as well like i'm super into like a lot of like the patagonia stuff and like Mm. arcturix and all that um and then some of the japanese brands like like and wander snow peak is like really cool there's another one called means pile that that is really cool too Mm. and like these companies are like they're super functional and everything like that which is what i like but 
going back to it, it's like a lot of these companies, uh, or not even a lot of these companies, like military surplus stuff. Like if I wanted to get like a military vest, like a surplus military vest in like, you're only going to find it in one, like you're going to find it in like a grayish green or an olive green or like some type of camo. So you're very limited on colors too. It's only going to be in like a cotton twill or like a canvas or something like that so you're very limited on texture so those are like the things where like okay if i want to redo something like that how can i make it so it's really unique like okay this might be a similar silhouette to something you can find at like a vintage store like like a vintage military surplus store or something like that but you're never going to find it like in a brown corduroy you're never going to find it in this burnt orange corduroy or like this like eggplant colored like Japanese nylon for the pockets so like the textures and everything and the colors are very important to me because it's like it has to be different from something that like you can find just somewhere else you know what I mean like I want to be able to stand out and then also I think like the idea for the buckles is just I don't know I just so used to like seeing a zipper or buttons that I'm just like okay like how can we do like a closure that's one easy to like because you want to be able to like wear it open you want to be able to wear it closed you also want it to like be functional uh Mm -hmm. like so it's not going to like rip or break i don't like the idea of like it being like a tie or something like that so i was like okay i kind of wanted to embrace the idea of like the whole gorp thing of like Mm -hmm. okay it has to be functional but it's also got to be like somewhat minimal um right so i think that's where the idea for the buckles came from um And then just like the lining, I think like that's one of those things where it was like understated at first, but like the first iteration of that, uh, of that vest, it was like this quilted, uh, like Taslin, um, Mm. material. And it was really cool. It was like this like bright yellow. I just thought it was cool just because like, oh, it's quilted. It's like the lining is like, you get to have a little bit of fun with it. But I started seeing people like rocking them inside out. And I was Mm. like, dude, I never intended for this piece to be like reversible, but it was cool to see that. And it kind of inspired me even to start incorporating a little bit more, uh, I guess, thought into like, okay, the lining can also be worn reversibly almost. So that's why you have like this like marbled uh, polar tech fleece like on the inside. And then like, okay, if you want to wear it inside out, I mean... It's not intended to be that way, but it's cool that when I see people do that. So right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. I um, love I love hearing like pe- like designers break down and design. Like, yeah, it's, no, it's, it's it's so sick. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. No, thank so, you for listening. <laughs> yeah. No, of course, of course. Um, so another great thing that of course I've noticed with your brand as far as the overall presentation factor when it comes to your guys' collection as well as uh, shoots you've guys done for specific pieces. Um, so for you, like, how much time is taken into account when coming up with an idea to shoot, shoot a certain piece somewhere as well as the overall presentation factor for a whole collection? Like, what goes into that process? Um, it's different kind of every time. Um, and it's, uh, it's like, it's a good and it's a bad thing, but I shoot all of the the photography and everything for it as well oh wow. uh, yeah um that's one of those things that might change eventually just because like yeah <laughs> it's, gonna, it's, it's, it's draining to, dude. You're gonna yeah it's, it's, your head explode. it's draining but like i think i think i'm at the point like where like i've developed like this specific eye for it and this specific um like direction that i want and feel this specific like feel for the shoot as well that mm-hmm. i 
like i don't know if i'm just like having trouble like seeding that over to somebody or if just like i don't know maybe i just like i'm one of those micromanagers who just wants to do it myself but i mean i think it's different for me every time sometimes like i see the collection i like it comes to me like an instant like i know exactly how i want to shoot this um and everything like that and then there are times where like i'm i'm making like game day decision of like okay this is like i made the date for it i know the model but like we're gonna figure this out on the fly and then we just end up having fun doing it and i think that's that's like where where the idea came from to like okay we don't i don't want it to be like i don't want this to be like a joke like i don't want like the the, the photo shoot to look like oh like this is all just silly but i do want like elements of like humor or mm -hmm. elements of just like like overall just it being fun mm -hmm. uh you look at the products like especially you were talking about the vest earlier like nothing about that says like oh we should get this stonewalled like really serious looking uh like photos from that like you yeah. you're inspired by it like to have fun it's yeah. a very fun like textures very fun colors and everything like that and like the people that we shot with were super fun so mm -hmm. why would i want to like Oh, okay. Just put on your poker face and just like stand there in like a really stiff looking position. We'll put you in like a like gray backdrop or something. Like I don't yeah. know, it's just stuff like that. Um. Uh, yeah. I don't. I. I. I don't know. I don't think that's like the direction for the company. So I. I think every every collection it comes a little bit differently to me. But some sometimes I get inspired right away by by a piece. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's. I want to mention it's that your philosophy comes through the clothes. Cause like you said, like the vest is super functional, but it's fun. So it's like, you can, you know, you wear it on like a day hike with your homies and yeah. it's like a fit and you look great, but it's also like, you know, yeah. you've got what you need. No, yeah, and also, exactly. And with you implementing in terms of like the, when it comes to the atmosphere of a shoot, like you want it to be how the clothes relate to the overall experience of shooting that piece. Like you want it to be fun. You want it to be things where you include everyone. And as far as too, as far as, you shooting it yourself. I definitely can understand that because you yourself, you have a vision of how you want things to look. So I mm -hmm. like passing that on to someone like, yeah, you can tell them that and they can shoot it. But at the same time, you know, in your mind, like how you want it to come across mm -hmm. in your own type of way. Yeah. I like, I, I haven't built a rapport with like any photographers, like to the point where I was like, Oh dude, I, I, I could totally see you just shooting all of our mm -hmm. product. And like, I can just like hire you or I can, like just pay you per gig or whatever for it uh, i yeah the, like i think that's where it comes from i'm not right. i'm not opposed to like hiring somebody or like ceding that responsibility over to somebody it's just they would have to understand the company mm. enough to know that like okay it has to be a fun shoot along with like okay it has to like be very detail oriented as well right so yeah most definitely most definitely now um what has been your favorite piece you've made thus far um oh damn dude it's it's very hard it's it, it's always hard because i feel like it always changes um especially like since i'm getting the product like i'm getting the product like maybe a year possibly like sometimes it's like almost like a year in advance opposed to like when it's hitting the like the shelves or whatever like whatever you want to call it for that expression right um so i get a lot more time to sit with the product um but i will say i think like the vest is probably to me the the most intricate design or at least one mm. of the most intricate designs that that i've done so far there was another jacket it was called the vuelo jacket and it was kind of like like a windbreaker and it had like a tuck away hood and it was like really like gorpy and everything like that which was cool 
Um, we haven't reproduced it just because uh, the manufacturer who made that shut down and then I don't have the pattern for it. So it kind of got lost. Damn. Yeah. Um, and I was like, damn, dude. So make sure to always get your patterns. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say the vest and then right next to the vest or if not like on the same plane with the vest, it's probably the Tundra trouser just because like I, it's my go-to pant. It's one of those things where like, yeah, I, I design products that I know I would personally wear, but that doesn't mean I have to. And I don't know. I always reach for a pair of these pants and okay. they're like my favorite things to wear all the time. I'm, I'm wearing them right now. So, hey. um, but yeah, those are probably my two favorite pieces. Word, man, word. Now, um, what uh, store is currently, because I know you guys, of course, obviously you have you guys on web webpage and things of that mm-hmm. nature, um, but what stores currently carry your brand at the moment? Um, so there, uh, so there's a store called P's and Q's based in Philly that, that carry us. Um, there's Maccus, which is out in Portland. Yes, um, yes, yes. Yeah, uh, they carry us. Uh, Brother, Brother in L.A., Okay. Um, there's a store in Japan that ca- carries it. It's called Frog's Tale. Um, yeah. Um, there were like a few others, uh, and we're also on Basic Space. Um, there were like a few others. Uh, I would say like they they do still order with us here and there, but they're not as consistent. So mm-hmm. I don't like I don't know if I would really consider them true stockists or not. Um, right. We're looking to expand. Um, we're potentially going to be in like two more stores that I don't want to speak to yet because I don't want to like jinx myself. But um, and then looking to expand that a lot more. Honestly, the whole wholesale thing. Have you been to Japan? Did you have you been out there? Dude, uh, actually, it crazy enough. Like I haven't, but it kind of like fell into my lap a little bit. So my girlfriend's brother is getting married next year in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we're like, well, I don't want to. Yeah, it's gonna boop on. It's gonna boop on over yep, there. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So I was like, dude, like that's an expensive ticket to to fly to the Philippines, yeah. and I don't want to. Like, I've been to the Philippines before, and I like it's cool. I love it, but I don't want to go there and spend like like fifteen hundred dollars for a ticket to not be able to like explore somewhere else. Right. So, yeah. and I was like, yo, Japan's like a three hour flight from the Philippines. Let me just do like, let's just do that. And like spend at least like a week in Tokyo or something like that. Oh, so, dude, cool. so lit. I'm, yeah, I'm so excited. I'm excited for you. I'm excited, dude. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, have you guys, um, like, have you dove into like any like collaborations at all with other brands or has it just been, you know? Um, I mean, we have, they've been like smaller collaborations, like, uh, like we did, we did like a collaboration with the Japanese store Frog's Tail before. And then we've also done, um, a collaboration with like, a, like P's and Q's we've done one with, and then another, uh, like this cafe that, that like, they, they also carry a few products. Uh, they're, they're a cafe slash retail space as well. It's called mm-hmm. Foreign. Um, we've done like a few collaborations with them uh, just like they're overall like really great people um, but no like real major collaborations and I think like I, I want to start saving some of the collaborative stuff for like bigger projects like I, I feel yeah. like that a lot of time and a lot of effort goes into those things um, so I really want to like focus on like big projects instead of it being like oh like let's just do like a t-shirt or something mm-hmm. like that together and like those are cool but i don't know i just don't think the world needs another t-shirt so yeah yeah, yeah. now is there like a brand or company in mind that you could possibly see yourself collaborating with 
or is that something you kind of want to like like real like realistically yeah um hmm. that's kind of hard to say dude i don't know uh yeah i don't know i I mean realistically i don't i don't know if there's like a, a specific brand or company that that like calls out to me but obviously like i mean if i had the choice it would probably be like a a shoe collab and we came like this close to doing a shoe uh Mm -hmm. last year and we had like a sample of it and the sample was really cool and everything like that but just logistics happened and then the project fell through so i kind of sucked yeah but yeah came really close though really fucking close It'll come again for sure. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm not like, I'm not too hung up on it. I was just like, damn, man. Like, have it. I think, I think like if it didn't get past like the whole like ideation stage and didn't get to like a physical product, I probably wouldn't be as like heartbroken about it. But yeah, I got the product. I I wear them from time to time. And I I, like look at them like, damn, man. Like, this could have been a thing. But yeah, whatever. Things happen. One day, one day. Um, Now, before we get you out of here, I just had a few more questions for you um so being that you of course you're in philly right um what are some ways um since you've started the brand that you kind of like connected with the community in philly like have you did like like pop-ups or things yeah yeah we've done like so many pop-ups here in philly um and like they're they're fun and i love to do them it's a lot of effort and it's a lot of time that goes into them and just like scouting and planning locations and stuff like that and i've been fortunate enough to work with some like really cool like places that allowed us to like like host like they hosted us and everything um yeah i mean like i i think like my next move though is to to do a pop-up in new york or do a pop-up in a different city i think like that's just like we we've done pop-ups so much in philly and i and i'm grateful for that and i'm happy to still do that but i kind of want to like put my efforts and time towards like growing the company and like you know meeting new people like it it's cool to see familiar faces but i want to see like new new faces that like i don't know who you are at all i don't even know how you know about this company but it's cool that you're here Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um so how do you and you know you donate every collection a portion of the proceeds are donated Mm -hmm. how do you meet up with these um these um for not non-profit companies and like how do you um you know start that relationship um uh, it's just it's it's a lot of research uh sometimes I'll, I'll i'll be fortunate enough to know people within like a lot of those like nonprofit industries to like kind of point me in the directions and everything like that and then it's a lot of just research online of like okay like who is this organization what do they donate to looking up like uh glass door and everything like to see how they really operate and everything and like building those relationships uh is like really crucial um but yeah that's pretty much like the process of it and then like reaching out like pretty much like cold call type thing like reach mm-hmm. out like hey this is what paratoto is this is what we do and like if you're interested in working with us please let us know and like we can start a rapport and like you know if it's a fit it's a fit and it works um mm-hmm. that's how like it started out and that's i don't know if that's how it's always gonna be but like i mean it's been cool enough to to work with some organizations that were like really really cool so mm-hmm. yeah Oh, now for you. Um, and before we get you out of here, this uh, yeah. kind of like the last question for you here. For uh, sorry, I got tongue tied there. <laughs> here for you. <laughs> this is the last question we have here for you. Um, what are some things before the end of this year closes? Um, what are some goals in mind that you want to accomplish for the years up for your brand, but then also yourself? Um, 
so like I said before, I'm trying to expand like the wholesale um, component of it. So one, I want to lock in like the, the two accounts that I was talking about earlier that we're waiting to hear back from. Um, but also just like being able to like, like design ahead of time to be on like an actual buying schedule for a lot of these stores. Like, yeah, we, we operate a little bit in advance, but nowhere near as fast as like some of these other, like these bigger brands, you know, like people are buying into like fall winter 2023 right now. And it's like, I don't have any of those products on hand or anything like that. I don't even have like the designs finalized. So I think for me, a goal of mine is to like have 2024 designed and ready um, and like start going through the process of like making some of those samples before the, the year ends. And then also signing those two damn wholesale accounts. Like I, I, I don't know. I'm just like really excited about some of that stuff. I think it's always cool just because it, it allows for like a different audience to completely see it. Right. And I think that's just, I don't know. I, I'm always, I'm always happy when that happens. So mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, and what about like your personal life? Uh, yeah. Personal life? Uh, I, I think I want to, I don't know. I, I do want to take like a trip before the end of the year, uh, possibly like London or something like that. Uh, I don't know. I love London. Um, every time I've gone, I've, I've loved it. So I think, I think I want to either go back there or go back to like Amsterdam or something before the end of the year. Um, see what, the, see what happens with that. But yeah. yeah, those are like probably, I think like travel and like take like a little bit of time to, to, do some like recreational stuff instead yeah. of reset yeah, those chakras a little bit you know exactly yeah, yeah what it's it, like to live a little bit yeah because yeah, yeah. like I, I yeah like next week next week will be like uh it'll mark a one full year of like doing paratoto full time uh because uh, thank you yeah so i think like that that in and of itself is like already an accomplishment for me um because it it showed that i was able to do it um, and it was one of those things that like really scared me. Um, and it was one of those things that kind of held me back from quitting my, my original day job and everything like that. So, yeah, and I think that's, that's, that's already an accomplishment to me. So unless I die next week or something like that, then I at least hey, count- <laughs> accomplish that goal. You know what I mean? yeah. yeah, no, it makes me, it, it, it really is like a heartwarming thing yeah, when definitely. people can like live based off their own like Colin ah, I can't talk about it because it hasn't dropped yet but um yeah we um we have a we have a guest coming on and he's um well we let me yeah yeah, yeah, I'm I'm fucked up but um yeah no it's just um yeah no I lost my train of thought I'm so sorry guys (laughs) I get it it. the guest probably like a similar situation they committed to like their 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 project or their or what they were doing full-time and it's cool to see them like flourish right right. yeah it's it's nice to live off your brain it's great Most oh, yeah. definitely, man. well francis it was a pleasure having you on today man um it was a pleasure getting to know you getting to know a little bit more about the brand um yeah man it was just a true pleasure just having oh, yeah. you on today man oh no thank you guys dude like this was like a lot of fun too it was like as you know sometimes podcasts can be very like oh this is like like an interview like right. there's yeah, yeah. question one question two question three all right bye yeah it's just exactly. like the, the, this was like really really cool and a lot of fun so well oh, thank man. you we, we appreciate it yeah man. and i am new to your brand and new to you and you have a fan uh, i think this stuff is amazing hey hell yeah that's what it's all about yeah. <laughs> perfect now before you go uh where can the people follow you as well as the brand um okay so you can follow me at 
the Fran Young. So T H E F R A N Y O U N G. And you can follow the company at Paratoto Co. P A R. Wait, damn. Uh, wait, <laughs> wait, all right. At P A R A T O D O C O. Ah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. It's like man. a tongue twister. Hey, no, you're, you're good, man. Well, it was a pleasure having you, man. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your day, man. It was, uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you guys, though. Take care. Perfect. Take care. And this has been the first episode of season three of Annie Ultra Podcast. I told you we're back better than ever. And we are signing out. Peace, Peace. guys. Peace.